There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From P105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Anna, I almost got stuck on a roller coaster. No, you didn't. On Sunday almost? at Cedar Point. Almost, or it happened. Almost. Uh, almost. It's terrible. You know it's my dream. I know. Nobody understands my dream, including my twin brother, who <sighs> would actually stop talking to me after I told him this dream. I, <laughs> I have a very strange dream goal, whatever. Where I said, you know, I think it'd be kind of neat to, you see those stories, people get stuck on coasters and then yeah. they have to be rescued. Yeah. And there's a couple things that go along with it, but let me tell you what happened at Cedar Point. Okay. When I'm like, are you kidding me? That could have been us, Joe. <gasps> what happened was it was the last ride of the day, Sunday night, Cedar Point, Millennium Force. Okay. It is a giga coaster. Think of it like Orion at Kings Island. It's this massive 300 foot tall coaster goes super, super fast. It's the last thing we're going to ride. We have our little fast pass. We bypass the line. We get up there and Joey's like, it's our last ride. Do you want to wait like an extra 15, 20 minutes for the front row? I'm like, you know what? We should. This coaster is out of control. So we do. The two girls that were right behind us did not want to wait. So they just got in line to get in the normal whatever. Yeah. So we would have been in front of them had we stayed. Yeah. Right? Okay. The the cars that got stopped were right in front of those girls. Where you would have where been. Where we would have been. <laughs> I'm like, Joey, do you understand what just happened right here? The coaster got stuck on the lift hill, probably like 100 feet up, and it broke one of the rules of my dream right off the bat. And I have two major rules. One... I don't want to be stuck in the sun. Yeah. Two, remember this is my dream. Two, I don't want to be stuck in a loop. Uh, And three, one wish of mine is I would like to be rescued, preferably by a fire department, by the ladder. But I will come down the stairs if need be. None of it happened. What happened? I don't know. We left the park and it was like 15 minutes later, as far as I could see, they were still stuck on the hill. At least 15 minutes. Oh, so you had to, you couldn't ride the ride. uh, Yeah, they shut the ride down. Wow. We all like got had to leave the ride. It was and I could hear the people on the coaster turning around yelling, put it in reverse. <gasps> put it in. I'm like, there's they have no idea how lucky they are. Did so wow, I can't believe this. After witnessing that, and you said it was probably 15 minutes after they got stuck, they were still up there. Yeah. And you still wish that upon yourself. I mean, I would prefer not to be stuck in the direct sunlight, but absolutely. They're For on, 15, on a hill. 15, 20, they're on maybe a hill. more, you they're just want to chill there? decently comfort, comfortable seats. They're leaning back. You know how boring that's going to get? It's what not it? great. Do you know how great of a... St- Can you imagine if I came back 
Imagine today, I'm back. What if I was yes. on that coaster? First of all, oh, you wouldn't gosh. believe me. Second of all, I would be telling that story at least once a year for the rest of my life to somebody. Would you, though? Absolutely. Anytime a coaster story would come up, like, you remember the time? Yeah, but I think you have it as this massive story, and all you would really say, they'd be like, what happened? And you'd be like, we sat there for 30 minutes. And well, then you, we got no, off. No, no, they get, like, that's the story. On, Anna, it's well, not that great. You're, you're skimping. First what? of all, there's more. So, what did, well, they had to come rescue us. Like, how'd they do that? Well, they, they had to come up the stairs, and then they had to check to see who needed to get off first. Maybe they brought us a little water. Then they walked us down. <laughs> this is why I want to be rescued by the ladder, because it makes the story better. I guess I think you're romanticizing something. I am. It does, you are, and it, I don't think it generally happens it, that way. First like, of all, I don't, <laughs> this it's my dream. All right, this is just dream. the goal. I'm not saying first. Look how close I was to happiness. On That's Sunday. wild. But something tells me that that was it was supposed to be a sign for you. Well, like, I did. Think hey, that. bud, here's what happens when you get stuck. It's not cool. You don't want this. Trust uh, me. I did not walk away. The from universe that, is like, trust me, you don't want it. I and did, you're again, like, I still want it. Did not walk away thinking, wow, that sucks for them. Be careful what you wish for, Jesse. That's all I'm going to say. All right, well, I've ripped that caution well. tape down. <laughs> <laughs> right. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. We have a jar here in the studio. It's decorated with beads. It says Truth Jar. And it is filled up with a bunch of different kinds of questions. And then Jesse and I, we rotate on who has to answer. And it, it should, like, reveal something about you. So, Jesse, today is your turn. What is something that someone does but you would never tell them that it bothers you until now because <laughs> you have to. <laughs> oh, well, no, hold on. Um, I do have something. All right. It's uh, my dad and I will never tell him and I'm just going to hope and assume that he will never hear this. Okay, let's hope on it. He might be a little embarrassed by this. I don't know. He also may not care, but it, it's my dad and I've not seen this happen in maybe 20 years, but I could tell you it lives with me, and that is the noise he makes when he eats cereal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he, he groans in between Wait, wait. Please reenact this. So imagine he's got his bowl of cereal. Okay. He's got his milk in there. He's got a spoonful. He takes a bite, and as it's as he's <laughs> chewing it, and it's this, uh, I'm going to recreate it as best I can. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> Okay, please stop, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm right? Uncomfortable. All right. Imagine one of your parents sitting next to you moaning. Um, I don't want to your... say who, but I have family members that also eat the way. Mm. What? Mm. No, but mm. this is, this was like this, like, subconscious. He didn't. It's a very subtle. Mm. Like, I, a I can't, I'm trying not do. to laugh when I do it. But, but it was yeah. always with cereal and it, it was. It's. I noticed it, and then I realized it happened every time, and I could not handle that. So whenever I would see him eating cereal, I, w I could no longer sit at the table with him anymore. <laughs> You're like, like, I gotta leave the room. Yeah, sorry, Dad. Is, I know this is like our time to sit and chat, but it's cereal only. It's the only time I've ever noticed it. How interesting. Yeah. Now I will ask. I think it's common for some people to make little noises or grunt, grunts when they eat. So do you do that when you eat anything? And maybe you're not aware. Just a, huh. mm, mm. Uh, I don't you might. think, I, I might. No one has ever called me out for it before. But have you before. called your dad out? No, for I it? haven't. It's embarrassing. You don't okay. want to. Okay, I have an idea. <laughs> I have an idea. 
Let's let's be inspired by this. If you if anybody knows anybody in their life that makes weird noises when eating, or just specifically, <laughs> and you just are afraid to tell them about it, but you're willing to yeah. tell us, we'd like to hear. Hey, I do. So my dad, when he eats cereal, okay, he slurps his cereal. It's only cereal, but Ugh. he slurps so loud <laughs> when he's eating cereal, and it drives me insane. Oh. Wait, can you make the? Can you try to make the noise? <laughs> Oh, I can't because it's just ungodly, almost. <laughs> ungodly. I bet it's, That's a- that, that, that was that an ungodly slurp? <laughs> it is. It's it's almost like I hope we never have to eat cereal around any other human being. Oh can you imagine because combining very your, very loud? Can you imagine combining your dad's slurps and my dad's moans? And wait, it would wait. be like, wait, I got it. You do the moans, I'll do the slurps. Go ahead, Anna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I feel like this is inappropriate for the radio. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you. What's up? He actually makes a moan when he um, eats spaghetti. Your husband. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is your husband? And it's like, mm, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm but, telling you, the moan when people eat and moan, it is so disturbing because there's only and so many moans to go around in life. And you're like, <laughs> I'm assuming that's also the same moan from this Ew. other thing. Yeah. And then the other thing is, it's like he also quacks when he snores at night. <laughs> so Give that an example. one, I did record him and told him like, and his favorite animal is a duck. So I think it's funny that when he snores, he quacks. Wait, wow. how does that, like, how is that possible? Like, what is he? Quack. <laughs> Go ahead. Please quack for us. Go ahead. And he's like, quack. <laughs> <laughs> I recorded it and played it for him. Because he didn't believe me. <laughs> and then on top of that, his favorite animal is a duck. So, yep. okay. Literally. That's so, very, he very strange. So. That's your right. man, girl. Well, good, good luck <laughs> so, with all those noises. Yes. <laughs> Jesse, I feel like you are, you're always in pain. It's always your back is hurting or your neck is sore. You can't turn your Whoa. head. Whoa. You know what? You know what? I just express when I have pain. And so do you. The difference between the two of us is I do something about it. And you just keep on whining about it. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe the two of us, we can try this out. Uh, this is actually from the CIA. And this is a way that they make pain go away. You know, they're under like this. What? After this, you will feel no pain. (laughs) You know, if you work for the CIA, maybe you're on like a top secret mission. And, you know, you got to carry on even if your back hurts. So Uh here we go. Uh, do you have do you have any pain right now? I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Actually, just you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, well, try it. Try it out. See if it makes. Do I have any pain? Yes. Uh, when uh, in my throat. Okay. When I swallow, my throat hurts for some reason. Yikes. All right. Let's try this out. Close your eyes. Focus on the source of pain. Okay. And then repeat in your mind, which why don't you say it out loud Mm because we're on the air. Mm -hmm. 
555-15. Keep repeating it. 555-15. Is it, how's your throat feeling? Well, I only feel it when I swallow. Let me try. It is diminished. (laughs) Stop. Are you lying? Well, I I should have chosen a different pain area because I'd only feel it when I swallow, but I can't swallow when I'm talking. Okay. So it did diminish. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like a distraction technique. And and that must be what it is. Although the number is strange. What? Like, what is that about? I'm not sure why that's the number, but they just say if you repeat it in your mind, the pain signals slowly reduce themselves until you just don't feel anything. It's like my, some of my friends have the oils, the essential oils. I have those. And they're like, oh, you have a headache? Put some peppermint behind your ears on your side. And I have done that before. And I do, I have noticed that my headache sort of diminishes. And part of it though is... Anna's digging oil out of her backpack right now. <laughs> oh, I, is that your Crown Royal bag? This is my- <laughs> uh, but anyway, Here I've noticed, go. I was like, is Look. it going away because Look. I'm literally, oh yeah. I have peppermint oil. I carry it with yeah, me. Yeah, you do. Do you want to try this out on your, um, on my, okay, sorry. I don't know if it's going to go in my throat. But, okay. <laughs> but anyway, distraction is what I'm saying. How many other oils do you have in your when backpack? When we turn there? off this mic, you can go rub this, just rub it on the outside of your um, throat and see if that helps. Okay. I'm telling you, peppermint oil works so well, I carry it around in my bag. No, I, I have multiple bottles at home. I okay. really do. I have, right. I have a diffuser. Did you know that? I'm proud of you. Okay. Or you can just say 55515 and close your eyes. I don't know. That seems like <laughs> a number you would text to win a contest or something. Yeah. On Friday, Jesse, you have to put the speed, the American flag Speedo back on. Mm-hmm. And I know you get all worried about it. How are you going to look? So you set up a spray tan for yourself. Yes. But now on the phone, I have Christine. She is on hold and she wants to offer you another service that might make you look and, and feel a little better before you put the Speedo on. So, Christine, what, what service are you offering? I'm offering you guys a bikini wax service. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Now, hold on. Christine, so you're offering us a bikini wax service. Uh, I know what that's like for a female. What is that like for a male, though? Like, and Jesse, like, wh- what are we doing here? So, I mean, really, it's the same thing. Okay. It, it really is. It, and bikini waxes, those are the easy ones. Everything stays on. We wax. It's good. So, let's say you come in and wax me. Do I have underwear? Do I have, like, a Speedo on at this moment? So, the Speedo would be perfect. It would be absolutely perfect. Oh. We just wax around that, and then you're ready for your Speedo debut when you do it. So, okay, got it. And and hot, explain this to a guy that's that's never had this before. You have hot wax. What's like the, give me the uh, 20 second description of this whole process. Hot wax gets applied to your hair, and once it dries, we remove. Oh God! Okay, okay. Now hold on. So I won't be needing this service. I've already, I've already taken care of of the issue. Um, Jesse, it looks like it'll just be you. Uh, Are we sure I'm a good candidate for this? You're perfect. Do you shave? You're perfect. I don't. Then that's great, right, Christine? Exactly. That's ideal candidate. I don't know there if the camera's go. gonna be zooming in or anything. I think. Well, I don't think we can. We can't film. That no 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 no. I mean at the at the fire department. Oh. I don't know at the 
for, we're not filming the actual oh, waxing. We I will record, say, I guess, the audio. But yeah, hold on. Let me ask you this: since I'm gonna have to wear a speedo a day and a half after we do this, is there gonna be like red bumps or blood, or am I gonna be okay? There shouldn't be, as long as you are maintaining cleanliness, you should be totally fine. People get this done all the time, Jesse. This is what people do before they go on vacation. Like, it'll make you look nice. So when guys come in and get this done on the first time, what is the percentage of guys that audibly scream out loud? Um, I think the higher percentage tries not to, but I will say it's more so for manzillions than just the bikini wax. What's the well, manzillion? Well, <laughs> wait, is that like Jesse, between the cheeks? <laughs> it's a Brazilian, but for men. What's a Brazilian? Exactly. It's it's getting everything. Yes, it's, oh, uh, it's everything. All of, it. yeah. all of it's gone. <laughs> but you don't have to worry no, I think about I'm that. All right. I think my biggest concern, all of our studios have windows. Um, Do we need to bring in like a curtain or something? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that's up to Jesse. Well, I'm not putting on a show. Well, you'll have the Speedo on. I know, but this is, you know, oddly, this feels a little more vulnerable. Uh, What will our boss say? We'll cover the window up. We'll have audio. We'll record it. (laughs) Right. Um, I will not be in the room. Thank you very much. Christine, can you come in tomorrow morning? I can come in tomorrow morning. Okay, well. Oh, and real quick, where do you work at, Christine? I work at Lux Body and Brows. Okay, and where are you located? Milford, Old Milford. Old, in Old Milford. (laughs) All right, Lux Body and Brows. Thank you so much. Bring, uh, get the wax stirred up, ready to go. It was like. It will be all ready for you in the morning. Okay. I'm kind of shocked that Jesse's just uh, suddenly on board. I don't. I think deep down you want it, Jesse. Just admit it. Um, I think. I'm I think so the, excited for him. I think the rusty tack mode is kicking in a little bit, which right. is, makes me a little bulletproof Fearless. and a little less afraid of things. There you go. But just see how I am tomorrow morning and see if it's the same. All right. Well, uh, Christine, thank you very much. You're welcome. Right. It was nice to talk to you guys. Hey. I'm glad we could chat on the phone before yeah. our first meeting was me laying down with my legs spread. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome, see, you th- guys. see you tomorrow morning. Bye. Thanks. See you tomorrow. Jesse, yesterday you missed our meeting at work and we talked about leaving gifts for your mail person or the garbage pickup person. Yeah. If a holiday is coming up like Labor Day weekend uh-huh. this weekend and mm-hmm. it's all about, you know, taking time off work, we work hard and people are like, yeah, I tape a gift card to the lid of my trash can for my garbage mat. And it blew my mind. I didn't know people did this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do this? I don't. Um, the closest, I think I've, I may have done this in the past, but I've heard of people that leave ice cold drinks outside for the garbage people or... um. For mailmen, especially mailmen. They'll put it on their front porch. I guess the couple that owned my house before me, they lived there for like 70 years or something like that. My my neighbors now said, yeah, they used to leave ice cold drinks out for mailmen. I'm like, that is such a great idea. And I'm like, me and you, Anna, yeah. left all of those snacks and drinks for the uh, Amazon workers at Crayons to Computers last week. And I'm like, yeah. it's essentially the same thing. Kind of like, listen, 
you're out here doing this. You're not expecting to get tips or anything. So, but it, I don't want to do what you do. So here, have it. Here's a little thank you for doing what well, you thank do. Thank you. Picking up Which, all my heavy trash cans. I guess it is kind of the same thing. Although, let's go back. Did you say that the people who lived at your house for 70 years and left ice cold drinks out for the, and you just ended that? You're like, screw oh. it. I They've been doing it for 70 years. Essentially, I did. Stop. But I will say this. Whoa, I that's... lived there for like 15 years before I knew about this. I found out after okay. I lived there for 15 years All that I'm right. like, well, screwed that tradition up. <laughs> the great news is we roll through different male people. Uh, it seems like about every two weeks. It's like, oh, that's a person I've never seen before. And I think that's what I wondered is as a male person, are you going to the same house all the time? Yeah, forever? I see. I see this same collection of people. Um, all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. This is why people, especially in neighborhoods where it's the same one over and over, you can actually sort of develop like this, uh, you know. A relationship. A relationship with these people. You see them all the time. So imagine back in the day, that old couple that owned my house yeah. for all those years, if they saw the same person every day and they were, this couple was retired and they're at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They become kind of like a friendly person. I can kind of see that. And then I, I'm assuming at my apartment complex, I probably have the same male person. That drops off to all of us at our mailbox in the in the complex. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I could leave anything out. I think it'd get stolen I wouldn't by do the it people who live in I wouldn't the do that. apartment. I should They'd be leave like, something. Oh, a case of water. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, look. $10 to Chick-fil-A. That sounds Perfect. good. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I don't yeah. Maybe when you buy a house, one of these decades. Well, you have a house, so. I know. Maybe it's time to step your game I up. I mean, if you want to tip my mail person. I'm not doing it. It's your house. On behalf house. of me. You do it. Drove up to Cedar Point over the weekend with my identical twin, and it was the first time I've ever been in a electric vehicle. Oh, yeah. He's got a Tesla, doesn't he? Yep. I've never been in a Tesla. I also got to drive the Tesla. And do you know this um, phenomenon that is known as one-pedal driving? No. Have you ever driven a golf cart? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, I'm so, going to go with no. So with one-pedal driving, at least in this Tesla, basically use your foot to you know hit the gas. But when you let up on the gas... It kind of breaks as you do it. So you have to let up lightly to brake lightly. So if you let up, take your foot off the gas, it's like slamming on the brakes. Oh, so it doesn't have a brake pedal? It does have a brake pedal, and you can use that in, in emergency. emergency. Like you can really slow down that way. Oh. But, yes, if you're just kind of cruising along like a normal person, you just let your foot off the gas. And I got pretty good at it, but then I would forget. In oh. city driving, when there was a lot of, like, you know, stoplights and stuff, Oh, man, we both lurched forward multiple times. Got wow. to, I took my foot off the gas. I felt like I was in, like, driver's ed, like a well, student I was driver. Gonna, I was going to say, I feel like they need to offer a class to teach people how to drive. It, <laughs> it's dangerous. It, 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 I guarantee if you drove one of those for, like, a day or two. No, I wouldn't say it's super dangerous. It's not, like, slamming on the brakes, but it's definitely yeah. rapid slowdown. But, I mean, random people could just go out here and buy Teslas, and they've never driven one, and they're just on the road. Uh, <laughs> like, well, I will say this. I think there's part. a whole learning process. Like, when he went and bought his Tesla, like, the guy... They showed him all the things he needed to know. Like, he got a crash course okay. from the people that sold it to him. But okay. these things are crazy. Like, we were leaving Cedar Point yesterday, and he his phone, his whole car is like a smart device. Yeah. And he's like, oh, let's get the process of cooling the car down. It's currently 130 in my car. And he hits this button. He goes, okay, here's what just happened. It cracked the windows just a little bit, and it turned the air conditioner on. And 10 minutes later, we are still walking. And Joey goes, okay, 68 degrees, ready for us. I'm like, (laughs) like, oh, I like that. 
I have only been in one one time, and I couldn't figure out how to open the door. Uh, like, yeah, it's yeah. So confusing. That took me three times. I did figure that out. <laughs> Morgan Wallen, rumored to be one of the next country artists to have his own bar downtown. Who doesn't have Nashville? one at this point? Really, they don't. <laughs> like everybody has one. Here's a restaurant. Who, here's who has them. I don't have them all listed. Okay. Got Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, Miranda Lambert. Garth Brooks is going to have one. I don't think it's open just yet. Okay. Uh, Blake Shelton. Like Shelton. I mean, there's a ton of them. Florida yeah. Georgia Line have yeah. one of them. So there's all of these different bars. It's just kind of a part of the deal. Uh, Dirks Bentley has one as well. So it's a, it's a rumor right now. Yeah. But according to this one website, they were just like, it's one of the worst kept secrets that he's planning to do. And it would be right, the Morgan Wallen Bar would be right downtown. Right I feel like Bridge it Center makes Arena. sense. Uh, what's his song? Broadway Girls or whatever? Uh, yes. <laughs> I think that's what comes to mind. Yes. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's Emotion of the Day. Tonight, my emotion, my feeling is one of excitement and energy. I am just feeling so energetic. Jesse. What's got, what's got you all balled up? Well, you've been, Jesse, you've been gone Oh. For the past couple of days. And so I have a lot to tell you. Why are you getting so aggressive and, in your face well, right because, now? And then I get excited. Like, Jesse, I feel like we don't realize how much we tell each other until one of us is gone. And then it's <laughs> like, oh, I was going to tell Jesse that. Dang, he's not in today. Like, we spend so much time together that you just happen to be my go-to person. You know more about me than a lot of other people do just because you're stuck with me. I'd like to let everyone know that Anna went ahead and knocked out all the stories she needed to tell me all in the last 45 oh, minutes. Done. To the point where she's like, oh, I forgot to tell you this. Year. And I go, I need you to let me stop, start eating first. Like, I, I have to finish my food. I can't take one more story. Just, anyway, so good. I'm glad you're okay. excited. Remember that one time you got so excited when I came back from vacation? You're like, can I give you a noogie? Oh, yeah. And I go, I don't understand. You were gone for like a week at was that I? point. Just wait. You'll be getting another one. Um, My emotion today is uh, I'm a little sad and disappointed. Oh, why? I was so close to fate Ugh. of uh, living my dream on a roller coaster, getting stuck on a roller coaster. It's a weird dream. I'll give you that. And yeah. it's just what happened. Anna asked me recently. She's like, do you have something that you've never told anybody else? And I go, yeah. I think it would be kind of neat to get stuck on a roller coaster so that you can get rescued from it and you have this crazy story to tell for the rest of your life. Yeah. I'd prefer not to be stuck in like the bright sunshine or in a loop. But if I could, it, again, in my dream, I'd like a fire truck to show up with a very long ladder and I would like to be rescued. Yeah. Be, <laughs> you know, at Cedar Point though, over the weekend, I was there and the, uh, the train, the little roller coaster train on Millennium Force that I was supposed to be on got stuck. And I missed it because Joey and I were holding out for the front row. Yeah. It's like, dang. And that was the end of the day. We left. Yeah, uh, and I don't feel bad for you at all. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like your dream. I think it's silly. And I think you are wishing for some bad, bad things to happen to you. But it's out of my control. So oh. anyways, sorry you feel that way. <laughs> Okay, well, that's uh, what, how do my therapist put it? You've, um, you are not validating my emotions, oh, great. my feelings. You simply just skipped right over it Listen. like a hurdle on a high school track. They didn't put that in my contract. Validate oh, well, make sure Jesse's Jesse feels emotions. better. Well, at renegotiation, it's like affirm Jesse once a day no. at minimum. I think they told me to shake things up, actually. Oh, that's true. So that's okay, why well, I'm we'll here. We'll have to have a little chat Sorry. about that. 
Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.